them to on and off the pitch. Boom! And we're back. Welcome to On and Off the Pitch. As the little guy said, this is the Barclays Women's Championship preview ahead of the 2020-23 season. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Rodney Cyrus. I hope you are well. To learn something new, you need to you need to be able to try new things. You need to not be afraid to be wrong and be bold, which is what we saw in the Euros. Try something new. Be bold. Anyway, uh, the business at hand, uh, now that all of the Euro stuff is out of the way, a new season in the Barclays Women's Championship and the WSL, much later on, uh, is going to begin shortly. Uh, for the players and club alike, uh, new battles ahead. All are buzzing with life following the exploits of the women's of the England team. Hurrah! But... In terms of club football, we're, it's the main order of the day. Yeah, Club football is very, very important. As much as the internationals hold the sway, you're allowed to have a drink. Club football. And in the women's championships, teams have lost and recruited a number of players. Some in even numbers and some not so much. Uh, we're going to take a look at the fixtures going ahead. Um, all eyes are on the teams who finished just behind Liverpool last season, right? It would be foolish not to consider London City Lionesses as one of the main contenders following last season, followed by Crystal Palace and Bristol and maybe even Charlton. I could go on, but, you know, let's be realistic. It's about those that were close to Liverpool towards the end. However... There are a number of new arrivals in the league. Birmingham, hello, welcome. And Southampton, hello and welcome. Uh, both teams will no doubt bang their own drum, right, in terms of uh, what they want to achieve in the championship. Southampton with Katie Wilkinson on the drums. Uh, and she knows about uh, drama in the championship, no doubt. And to the events that played out, uh, um, you know, at the end of the, the season, of the previous season, how Coventry escaped by the skin of their teeth or by the laces of Molly Green's boot. What will play out over the coming weeks and months of the new season? We're looking forward to it. I'm really, really excited. I believe this season is going to be absolutely fantastic. The fans are hyped and I'm sure... The players are hyped. I'm sure they're hyped. Right, in terms of the fixtures, uh, the first one to get underway is uh, Southampton and Charlton. And they start on a Saturday at lunchtime uh, ahead of their competitors. Uh, so, you know, Southampton, new to the championship. I'm sure they want to get off to a good start. They've got uh, Katie Wilkinson uh, on their board now. Um running their front line, no doubt, and, and she'll be trying to grab the goals to secure all three points. Charlton had a mix, a little bit of a mixed bag last season, and they'll want to get the points themselves. They've got their own striker, young Ella Rutherford, uh, trying to get the goals for them. It, it will be extremely vital in the championship, considering how many teams there are to get a good start. It is vital, especially if you're starting ahead of the uh, the rest of the pack. You don't want to um, start off with, with a defeat 
at the very best, you could get a draw, but you don't want to defeat and you don't want to concede too many goals. That's really, really important for both teams to take on board because it, as much as the league positions can change very quickly, as was evident last season, uh, what's more important is to, 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 to set your stall out from the very beginning. Um, and, and hopefully that bodes well for the rest of the season. At, at least you'll be able to say this is the benchmark that we expect. Uh, for Charlton, they've got a couple of new signings that Frida Ayisi, um, believed, joined from, I think it was Lewis, I'm sure. Angela Addison joined from Spurs. And Melissa Johnson, who was previously at Sheffield uh, and then went to Bristol. She was at Bristol and then now she's there. Now she left Bristol and now she's at Charlton. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Really attacking forward line. Um, you know, uh, and they've also got a pop Poppy Sopa, I hope I pronounced the surname correctly. Um, Charlton will aim to, to, to do much better and be much further up the league than they were last season. As I mentioned at the beginning, you know, they've secured attacking players uh, and, and all of the attacking players that they've got have an eye for goal quite quick. Um, what I saw of Angela Addison at Spurs, a very direct player, um, likes to get forward with the, on the ball and move things forward quickly and, 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 and is not afraid to shoot, which is something that I, 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 would I would expect most football players will want to do if they're an attacking player. But more importantly, if you've been watching, if you watch the Euros, Shooting is probably one of the main things that didn't go well for some of the bigger teams in the competition. You know, shooting woeful, woeful, woeful. So for those young footballers out there, boys and girls, boys and girls, practice your craft. Practice your craft. Really, really important. Uh, for me, in terms of the, the, the fixtures, which are coming up really, really soon. The big game, the big games, always a derby, the London derby, uh, London City Lionesses versus Crystal Palace. Now, both teams have seen uh, established players move on, you know, uh, but what surprised me in terms of the players that were mo mo moved on was the, the number of players that moved on from Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace letting go of Bianca Baptiste, Siobhan Wilson, I think huge, huge, uh, both were, I would say, big components in the Palace team. And I, I would say that they were pivotal to their success in terms of how they performed in games. But, you know, I, I, I'm not necessarily trying to be biased, but I would say they were. Uh, it will be interesting to see what happens next going forward for Crystal Palace in terms of how the players bed in. But I'll, I'll go over that again. Uh, but with their Christmas-sized hamper, <laughs> Christmas-sized summer hamper, of new signings bulging all over social media. It was hard not to be impressed the way that Crystal Palace, I mean, they announced, I believe, 15 players all on, like, in one goal. So their, their media person, fingers must be burning hot. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, and, and some really good players. The fans will be buzzing. The manager, Dean Davenport, he will be buzzing. I know he loves, he, he's buzzing. When it goes well, I know he's buzzing. Uh, both groups, uh, Crystal Palace and London City Lionesses, um, recognise that, you know, it, it will be important for new players that have arrived in their team, uh, that it may take time for them to gel uh, and to be in unison uh, and to do well as a club. I know I say unison, not the union, but I mean being together before anyone says anything. Um, really, really good for them. Uh, players... 
Uh, really interesting players. Chris, I mean, Crystal Palace. I mean, I've got. I mean, I've got to go through the list. I've got to go through the list. Some of the players. Uh, they've got Fran Fran Kitchen, goalkeeper. Uh, Phil Gibbons or Phil's Gibbons. I've got from Brighton. Chloe Arthur, Anna Philby, uh, Chloe Peplo. I mean, these good players. You know? Rihanna Dean from Liverpool. You know, to obviously, I suppose, uh, cement the forward line with. The absence of Bianca Baptiste, uh, Annabelle Blanchard, um, Kristen Riley, uh, Natalia uh, Negril. Uh, uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Natalia, um, or Natalia, sorry, probably Paige Bailey Gale, who was on fire for Leicester on the season when they went up. Didn't really see much of her in the WSL. Ellie Noble, good player, really good player. Um, I mean, Elise Hughes, Polly, Doran, Sean. I mean, I've given it up, but, but I mean, they've got some good talent there. So it's going to be interesting to see how those players, they all gel in. You know, it's really, really important. Um, Rihanna Dean um, from Liverpool, again, you know, um, will we'll have to do her bit in terms of providing uh, goal threats for Crystal Palace going forward. Uh, now, for London City Lionesses, I talked about them, you know, at the beginning saying, you know, it'd be hard-pressed to look beyond them and say they're not, you wouldn't consider them as one of the main contenders, not the main contender, but as one of them. Uh, and uh, they were part of the chasing pack uh, last year, and they will no doubt aim to go one step further and get promotion. Uh, and what they've done, I believe, in terms of their recruitment, they've added experience, Um as well as some new players coming in with the goals, with the acquisitions, uh, Sarah Ewans from Birmingham, Millie Farrell from Crystal Palace. I mean, that's just, that blew my mind when I saw that happen. I was like, whoa. Um, and and I can I can say this right now. I think there was a, the, the game that, that where, where London City Lionesses, where it didn't go well for them. They were, they were not far off from Liverpool. They were not far off. And there was one fixture which would probably have taken them to three points, if I'm mistaken, from memory. Three points, maybe six points. And I believe they played Bristol at home and they didn't have Jarrett. I think Jarrett was injured. They didn't have, um, God, I kind of forget her name. It's just Primus. I believe she was injured or it's COVID related. Forgive me. They had um, Lily Ag in, in an advanced position. Didn't have the goal threat going forward. Didn't link things up. Amy Rogers didn't have the best. And it was just one of those games where Bristol turned up and then just grew. And, you know, Abby Harrison, masterclass in terms of forward play, pulled the defenders all over the place, Amy Palmer in midfield, bossing it. It was just it. And that was the fixture. And I just thought, wow, didn't expect that to happen. Didn't see it, ha didn't see it coming. So in terms of the, the, the players that uh, London City Alliances have recruited this season, ahead of, of the, the, the coming season, experience is really key for them and they need alternatives up front i think they've got that in terms of goal threat good squad good manager you know good ethos um i'm really i'm really interested and excited to see how both london city lionesses and crystal palace actually approach this season and 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 what they do uh for london city lionesses uh players that come in um, hermoni uh cole uh, Lucy Shepard, Louise Huchin, I believe that's um, correct. And, which I thought was quite interesting, is Amber, uh, Wild Gust, Will Gust. This is, you know what, sometimes you, you hear a surname, you think, is that right? Amber is the director of football. You you guys 
decide how to pronounce the surname. I don't want to get it wrong. I'm in enough trouble as it is. Anyway, that game kicks off. Uh, big game, 12.30 kickoff. Um, absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. Uh, make sure that you you check that out because it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big one. Really, really is. Has anyone seen Nana Palmer? We love the Nana Palmers, don't we? I do. Uh, Nana Palmer, hope you're well. Um, Durham, another Durham Sunderland, right? Uh, they kick off at twelve thirty p.m. when the season starts that that Sunday. Another big game in the weekend. A, a rivalry like no other. You know, Sunderland Durham. Let's make no bones about it. Uh, will be. You know, this will be. Will this be the season that Durham's form doesn't desert them? Right, Durham have been a force in the league over this past few seasons that I've been watching. And there's always a period in time when you think they're going to get a win and they, they don't. And then you see like two or three games where they don't get their results. Their results dip at vital moments, you know. And it would be interesting to see if they do succeed and that they, they get promoted into the WSL, independent team as they are. Um, and they'll, they'll ruffle a few feathers if they did. Uh, they've recruited... Um, uh, Maria uh, Farugia from Sunderland as well. Can you imagine that? The rivalry. Uh, to play alongside Rio Hardy, um, who left Coventry uh, when things initially went wrong for them in the middle of last season. Or to play um, in the absence of who knows how that's going to um, go along. But firepower. Maria is a really good technical footballer. I do like a really good control Um Able on the ball, very good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Durham. Sunderland, I would say, I mean, I like Sunderland. Watch them play, I'm really impressed with them. You know, it's hard not to be impressed with any of the championship teams, to be fair. Sunderland had a mixed season last year. Um, good performances, didn't get the results that they should have got. Um, they go into this game, uh, start of this season, definitely wanting to win. They've got new signing. It's Daniel Brown. Daniel Brown moving from Durham to Sunderland and uh, Tylee Dodds, um, not from Durham, no, somewhere else. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. And I say it's, it's, it's a derby like no other. Uh, at, and I, I, One player that stood out for me last season from Sunderland is Joyce. Abs I, amazing midfielder. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. But should you watch the championship, which you will, um, you'll see for yourself. Um, moving on, moving on. Uh, Blackburn Rovers and Sheffield United, not twelve thirty kickoff, but a two p.m. kickoff. Yeah, uh, both teams will definitely feel like they didn't have the best season last year. Disappointment, especially for Sheffield United. I would say results didn't go their way when they really, really played well. They will want points. They will want goals. They will want clean sheet. Um, both are players with an eye for goal. Shafron Jordan, who scored probably one of the best free kicks that I saw last season, like a thunderbolt, it's like phenomenal. Um, Sheffield with uh, Courtney Swinton Kirk. Hi, Courtney. Hope you well. Um, who's hardworking, eye for goal, you know, unselfish team player, links up well. You know, and and Sheffield have got some good good players there that didn't 
I don't know what happened. I, I don't know if it was the, the departure of Wilkinson from the previous season or I don't know. It just didn't, they didn't look as smooth and as fluid as they did. Again, so this this game uh, between Blackburn and Sheffield, who, as I say, didn't have the best of seasons if they were being reflective. Again, everyone wants to get off to a good start. And if you if you lose, you don't want to concede that many goals, or you know what you want to lose by one goal. You know, if it's four three or three two or two one, you just want to because the goals against will absolutely bury any team in this division, and it will and it will knock the confidence uh, of the defenders and the goalkeeper of a team that's conceding a lot of goals, and it takes some time. And it takes a certain amount of resolve to get to get your head around it. And, and when you watch the football, you can see what happens. And um, again, important to get a good start. Really, really important to get a good start. Uh, moving away from then, bouncing down the road. Uh, Coventry United versus Bristol City. Who could not want to see this game? Yeah, come on. Coventry United, seconds away from being relegated. They're back in the championship. They get a second. They're seconds away from relegation. Um, they want this game. They want to win this game. They really want to show you've got a new manager. Uh, you know, Lee Birch is there. They've got new players come in. Um, there's a, um, I've got to think of the name. It's, it's escaped me. I've got to come back to it. New players coming in. Recruitment in terms of what's happening for players... Uh, either in terms of leaving the club, but also staying at the club is key. As I said, uh, Katie Wilkinson has moved on. Uh, Nari Hardy, uh, Nat Johnson now has gone to to Lewis. And I, I mean, again, when the previous manager departed, again there was there were issues in terms about contracts, professional, not professional. Molly Green, uh, who in, in in everyone's eyes is kind of like the savior, is now is now at Birmingham. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Coventry. They really want to win this game, but it's against Bristol, and not to say that they can't beat Bristol, but it's going to be a really tip. Dip, I mean, Bristol were well drilled last year; they were well drilled. Um, tough team, you know. They've got new arrivals. They've strengthened. They've got an exciting winger, strong forward in Shania Hales. Um, he was on the fringes of, of Aston Villa in the WSL. Actually, really, a funny story. I, I went to an event, right? I'm there in my suit, looking smart, but, you know, kind of like, ooh, these football people. And uh, I saw her standing next to her, and um, uh, she asked me to take a photo of her and her dad. And so, I'm, you know, and, and not only did she ask me to take a photo, she said at the same time as I was holding the phone, don't mess this up. <laughs> I just got kind of like, whoa, it's too funny. Um, yeah, so good to see her down at Bristol. Uh, I think it's a good move for her and she'll get game time as well and she'll develop. I think she's, she's she will add attacking flair to the championship, which the championship has in abundance, but she will definitely add her own. Um, uh, who else have they got? Alicia Body and Vicky Bruce, who's American. Uh, I don't know much about her. I did try and find out, but I couldn't see anything. So big season for Bristol. Uh, they will fight for every point. Um, and they'll fight for every minute within the game. I've seen them do that. They want top spot. They definitely want to return to the WSL. Um, if I put my hand on my heart in terms of um, who wins that game, I do see Bristol getting the points in this fixture, but nothing is guaranteed. 
as eyewitness firsthand with the Coventry Watford game. Nothing, nothing is guaranteed. It really, really is in, important to know that. And I must find out. It's bugging me that I cannot remember who Coventry have signed in. And I've got to go and find out now. Bear with me as I check Twitter. How's your day? Your day all right? It's really warm, isn't it? Come on, Twitter. What's going on? It's taking its time. I've got to go to the phone. Do, do, do. These are the things that when you're doing a recording, you think you should have this to hand. But while I'm looking for this, what I'm going to ask, who do you think is going to win the league? Who's going to win the championship? Which team is going to be the, I don't know, standout team? The standout team. Oh, right. Merrick Will. Merrick Will is back with old manager Lee Birch, signed for Coventry United. She played for London Beast or Merrick, follow Merrick. Hi Merrick, how are you? Hope you're well. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, it's gonna be good. Um and um I believe there'll be a good spirit and good feel around Coventry, considering the last 12 months has been not yeah, it's not gonna be the best for them, but yeah. Anyway, uh, bouncing away from that chat, Birmingham and Lewis next game. Um, big dreams for big teams, right? That's what I'm saying about Birmingham and Lewis. Big dreams for big teams. Uh, Birmingham will have to ditch what they know, right? This is for the players and the fans about the football that they looked at, the football they played and the football they experienced in the WSL because this is the championship. Whole different ball game, girls and boys. Whole different ball game. Every team, and I mean every team, can beat every team. And every team will have a game plan. There's no easy games. No easy games. Um, and every team will be set up and they're tough. And Lewis is one of those teams who will have a game plan and they're resilient. So Birmingham-Lewis is going to be an interesting battle. Team just from the WSL. Lewis, who I've got a really good ethos, really good bunch of players, really solid, good attacking uh, players up front and a good solid um, defence. They they know their stuff. It's going to be interesting. I want to see what happens uh, for both teams. Birmingham, we've got new signings at Tara Bourne. Fran Johnson rejoins. Siobhan Wilson. And I looked on their site and said that she's uh, signed, as, she's down as a defender. But what I saw of Siobhan uh, when she was at Crystal Palace, she was in midfield, has the ability to do both. But when she was going forward, she's she's phenomenal. Um, uh, Ashley Hodgson is there. Charlie Devlin, uh, another, is there on loan. Another player who was at Le uh, Leicester, back in the championship. She would do well. Really busy, talented, forward-thinking player. Likes to, to attack, likes to shoot on sight. And back with her old, her old mucker from the Manchester United days, Molly Green. Uh, the, the, the old gang's reforming. Like, take that, but, you know, without that other guy. Uh, so it's going to be really, 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 really interesting. Really interesting. I, I don't, honestly, don't know uh, where it's going to go in terms of, of the, the championship. I don't know which teams will come out on top. In terms of of the the, the league, um, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting in, in terms of how how both teams 
yeah okay okay i can skip that now right okay um how both teams in, ter in terms of birmingham and lewis approach this fixture but also approach the league uh, and the season ahead um so much is riding on on football right now considering what we all watch during the summer so much is expected of the footballers but also expected of the fans and those who attended in numbers and those who attended in numbers so it will be interesting to see it will be extremely interesting to see what happens next where where do we go where do we go after the excitement the euphoria the magical moment that everyone witnessed and, and was so happy about what what is what is going to be the next thing for women's football and in terms of fans um i'll come back i've got one final thought on this after this so england win no what next for the WSL? Now, I know primarily much of what we've talked about today has been the championship and the WSL doesn't start until September. Obviously, the players that are that have played international football will uh, no doubt still be on some kind of holiday. They will trying to get back their fitness or recover and at least get some extra sleep considering the, the, the miles they put in. Following the final, certain comments were suggested, made. Many have been discussed by fans of the women's game for a number of months, years, even longer. Um, will there be a legacy following the win? Will there be an increased numbers uh, for the, in the women's game? The call was put out, you know, by the players, come and watch the WSL. And as much as everyone, you know, had their hearts pouring out in terms of how happy they were for those players, there's football beyond the 12 clubs of the WSL. There is the Championship. There is the National League, North and South. There are so many, there are so many teams, women's teams that play football, that deserve the mention, that deserve the acknowledgement, that deserve the support, the, the encouragement, etc. Uh, but what next for the WSL? Now, what was really key in terms of, of the post-match comments by Alex Scott, who was very upset and emotional considering what she ju just witnessed, was how she was upset about the clubs that didn't get on board with, with the championship and about allowing teams to play their games in, in big stadiums. And you've only got to look at the clubs or the ground, should I say, where the games were not featured, where the games were not featured. You know, um, Alex Scott is a former Arsenal legend. The Emirates was not featured in the Euros. White Hart Lane was not featured in the Euros. Stamford Bridge was not featured in the Euros. Aston Villa was not featured in terms of the club. You know, Villa Park was not featured in the Euros, not featured. Iconic grounds, when you think of cup football, FA Cup football. Uh, Old Trafford was featured, and their owners get a lot of stick about support, financially about support of the women's teams, but they could see the bigger picture, whether it was financially beneficial to them, who knows? 
motivation is a personal thing, player, club, manager. Um, so it is interesting to see the clubs who have um, a pedigree in winning in women's football, clubs who have a, a pedigree of being in the Champions League in women's football, that their grounds or the men's grounds were not used in the Euros. And that begs the question in terms of what happens next for the WSL and the realistic expectation that can be taken from something which was groundbreaking, which was historic, which was almost kind of like Haley's Comet once every 75, 80 years. That, that, that's what's happened next. So that, you know, you win a tournament and then what happens after that? So we will see. I have an idea, but it is not my job to tell everyone what to think. Really, what I need to do is find out what you think and think about what it is that you shared with me. So let me know what next for the WSL. I know what next for the championship. The championship needs uh, more coverage, which I hope this platform is doing. More acknowledgement, which I hope this platform is doing. More access, which this platform is doing. But in terms of the WSL as a brand, because all of the, the big sponsors are awake now, the giants under the under the mountain have, have been awoken from their slumber. Um, where do we go? What are we realistically? And I mean, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm using the word advisedly, realistically expecting. Not a dream, not what we hope, but realistically expect. Let me know. I'll be. I would be really interested to know. Really interested to know. Look, guys, this is uh, on and off the pitch. You can follow on uh, Twitter. Uh, the handles on the screen is also on and off the P I T one. Make sure you do uh, give it a like, give it a thumbs up, send a question or a comment in. Would really appreciate it. Anything from you going forward. Uh, we'll be covering the Women's Championship. We'll be looking at the WSL. We'll be looking at football. Maybe even touch a little bit of the Premier League because what's happening there is quite comical, especially with one club who has the, let's say, transfer budget rumour of a butterfly going from point A to B. I'll let you guess who that is. Um, I'm Rodney Cyrus. This is On and Off the Pitch. And until next time, guys. Laters. To on and off the pitch. I'm off to get me tea.